This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 22nd of December. All right, Justin, now the recent lockdowns in New South Wales mm-hmm. could cost the retail sector $360 million per week. Wow. And this ain't just any week, Justin. Mm-hmm. We're talking Christmas present buying week. Yikes. That hurts. Flux fam, we are all about saving money. But we want to make it fun. So we've launched a new game where you can win cash prizes every single week. The game works like this. When you save 25 bucks and crack a seven-digit code, you can actually win $250,000. It's wild. In fact, we also have three people who will win $100 every single week just for saving $25. So check it out at www.flux.finance and the link is in the show notes. Brett, this week's winners are in Ooh. and they're taking away 100 bucks cash each. We've got Ben from Queensland. We've got Ying from Victoria. And we've got Natalia from Victoria as well. Log into Flux to claim your prize, crew. Three super exciting stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, A2 Milk has emerged from a trading halt Mm. after the company revealed a major drop in expected Daigu sales. Sounds real ominous, Brett. So what's the story? (laughs) All right, so here's the background. A2 Milk sells infant formula Mm -hmm. and protein-free milk, and around 80% of A2's revenue comes through the Daigu channel. Daigu's are... Daigu is basically personal shoppers who buy products like infant formula or vitamins outside of China for customers inside of China. Okay, and why did A2 go into a trading halt? Well, it had to revise its previously issued guidance. (laughs) That means? Basically, A2 is blaming a slower-than-expected recovery in those Daigu sales as the reason for its revenue cut. So what's the key learning here? A trading halt is a temporary suspension of trading for a company's shares. Nobody can buy shares during this period. No one can sell shares during this period. And as an investor, kind of makes you feel a little helpless. <laughs> but why are they done, Brett? Well, trading halts are generally done in anticipation of big news announcements. Or regulatory issues. Even technical glitches. And once the announcement is made to the public finally, the company restarts its trading. So for A2, it was all about explaining to investors what the hell is going <laughs> on with its sales to Chinese Daigus. And how it will impact their sales. And it ain't looking pretty. For our second story, OnlyFans, the fast-growing website with a naughty reputation, (laughs) has had a breakout year in 2020, and it's making big money and attracting big Mm. celebrities too. This one is spicy and definitely not safe for work, Justin. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. OnlyFans is a platform where fans pay a monthly subscription fee for access to exclusive content (laughs) of someone they admire, like a content creator or a celebrity. Now, traditionally, OnlyFans was known for adult-only content creators, i.e., Porn. But this year, OnlyFans has been flooded with regular celebrities who were looking for new sources of revenue mm-hmm. when things like concerts or live shows, they just disappeared. For example, rapper Cardi B reportedly earns a whopping $10 million from Ooh, OnlyFans goodness. every single month now. This is nuts though, Brett. Creators on OnlyFans will generate more than $2.5 billion in sales this year. And OnlyFans makes 20% of that. Hello, $525 million this year. Pretty good. So what's the key learning here? Increase in demand for creators creator-focused platforms mm-hmm. is a trend that has been accelerated by the pandemic. Think Substack for newsletters. Think Cameo for one-off celebrity videos. Think Patreon for podcasts. And of course, think OnlyFans for subscription video. Now, the reason it's worked is because it enables consumers to get content from creators in a pretty seamless and easy way. No doubt, OnlyFans is a seedy underbelly, mm-hmm. but it's starting to become a whole lot more popular with the general public. And solves the income problem for celebrities and content creators. 
For our third and final story, Coinbase, the cryptocurrency exchange, has filed to IPO and is looking likely to be one of the first big IPOs of 2021. Brett, this one is legit all over LinkedIn. So what is the story? (laughs) Okay, so Coinbase was founded in 2012 Mm -hmm. and since then has grown from a Bitcoin exchange into one of the biggest crypto companies in the world. It's got around 35 million users trading on it. And Coinbase has raised over 700 million smackaroonies from investors (laughs) and was most recently valued at over $10 billion. Not bad. Not bad at all. So what's the key learning here? Cryptocurrency is certainly on the precipice of becoming mainstream. Could this be yet another crypto bubble? Mm. It could be. But either way, the price is hot right now Mm -hmm. and Coinbase is sensing that it's time to pull the trigger on an IPO. Bitcoin, the largest cryptocurrency, is up 200% just this year. And platforms like Robinhood Mm -hmm. and Square, they're all in on crypto. Meanwhile, even old school institutional investors are finally coming to the crypto party. Correct, Justin. These pro investors are starting to see crypto as a real asset class. As opposed to a dodgy online currency used by <laughs> drug dealers, cyber attackers, yep. fraudsters. FluxFam, we just wanted to give you the heads up that this week will be our last for the year. We're taking a break from Christmas Day on Friday and we'll be back early next year. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.